This is John Holtzman, and welcome to the Patrick Henry Podcast, where we try to keep honest to the ruling elite of the world and pointing out the damage it's done and the responsibility of each of us to use our brains rather than leaving things to these guys. And today, uh, the title of the piece really refers back to Lockean thinking. A free man replies to Emmanuel Macron uh, because the French president has gotten it back to front as to how the world or how Lockean democracy ought to work, how representative government, according to John Locke and the Enlightenment, upon which really all modern constitutional systems are based, has been utterly forgotten as we forget that rights come to us inalienably from nature or God, depending on your viewpoint, and are then devolved, or some of the rights are devolved to governments to govern us, but the rights are fundamentally ours as individuals and are not given to us by an overmighty technocracy governed by experts in an anti-democratic way, which is frankly where we are at the moment. And where Emmanuel Macron uh, has really laid, you know, in typical brash fashion, uh, getting things back to front has put his head above the parapet, so now we're going to reply to him as a serious guy, because what he's saying is couldn't be more serious. Before we start this, I have to have a number of, of caveats as to what I'm going to say so that I'm absolutely clear and so we don't have whataboutisms or change the subject. First, I've been vaccinated uh, twice here in Italy. I'm very glad that I have. I've traveled in these difficult times and admit to being reassured that I was vaccinated. Uh, I felt better for the traveling. Uh, I came down with COVID. Uh, Omicron has had many people. Had a nasty cold, but was grateful for the vaccination because although there are not definitive studies on the matter yet, I think being vaccinated mitigated the symptoms that I got and I'm now entirely recovered and on the mend. So I've been vaccinated. And I think the anti-vaxxers and those who haven't been vaccinated are wrong. But people are wrong all the time in representative government. I think the Biden administration spending money like drunken sailors is imperiling the future of the American Republic. Uh, and has loosed the beast of endemic inflation. I think that is a colossal mistake, but I also accept that Biden won the presidency and has the right to set his own domestic policy. I think that European governments have forgotten about their children. Here in Italy, certainly this is the case, where we're going to do away with tests or inflate test scores and ignore the palpably obvious fact that children do not read at the level that we did, those of us who are adults, cannot do math at the level that we did, and that we're spawning a generation of semi-functional illiterates because they've been out of school too long, and that this is a gigantic problem. But I acknowledge the right of elected governments such as Macron's to be wrong. In other words, as Patrick Henry, the namesake of our podcast, or Voltaire said, both have been claimed credit for. I disapprove of what you do, what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Let me say that again. Voltaire or Patrick Henry said, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Meaning, I am against the anti-vaxxers. I have, using my individual liberty, made another choice, which is to be vaccinated. I'm glad for that choice, but I don't think anti-vaxxers being terribly wrong about vaccinations in the same way European governments are wrong about the education of their children mattering less than Omicron, or that the Biden administration isn't terribly wrong about spending money like drunken sailors. 15% more GDP uh, goes into federal spending, even though we're only a couple clicks below 
pre-COVID economic numbers. I think these are terrible mistakes, but I acknowledge the right of those governments to make them because they have been elected by the people. I acknowledge that people can be wrong and they have the right to be wrong. And I don't get to stop them because I think I know better. And so I want to make it clear I'm vaccinated so we don't go down that rabbit hole. And secondly, I want to laud Macron in a way that he's honest. It's, it's typically French. He's brash. He's wrong. But he's honest. He's willing to have an argument. He's willing to say something that elites just whisper at conferences that I attend, which is the people aren't up to governing, that they know better, that a government, and this started with Woodrow Wilson way back, who's the root of much evil, the notion that a government of experts, that technocrats ought to govern our modern society, and that their expertise, their credentials were enough to allow them to do so, and that this in some instances trumped the will of the people. Now, I have a PhD in five university degrees. I've written 1,100 articles. I've written 14 books. So certainly, I would be a member of this elite that Woodrow Wilson warbled on about. And yet, I don't think that experts, having seen them in Washington, declared that there were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, having missed the 2008 financial crisis entirely, having missed Afghanistan, having missed COVID, that these so-called experts somehow trump the will of the people. And yet Macron is saying just that. He's gotten Lockean Enlightenment theory entirely back to front. And let's go through this again. Macron is saying that he and his experts know better, that anti-vaxxers should be consigned to the darkness, that they should be forced to do as the majority think best, and that they don't have inalienable rights, that their rights are given and taken away by the government. Well, that's what every tyrant thinks. That's what Pol Pot thought. That's what, frankly, most governments at the time, the government in Britain thought about the United States. No taxation without representation. They said, shut up, we're running a global empire. Leave us alone. This is what experts always think. This is what Robespierre and Sanjus said. Shut up and do what we say because we know better. This is the route to hell. And Macron has just been honest enough to say what everyone else is saying at cocktail parties privately. So I laud him for his honesty, and I laud him for his desire to have a real debate. So as a free man, I'd like to reply to what he said. Well, the first thing Macron said was that anti-vaxxers will not be jailed and would not be forced to take the vaccine. Who the hell do you think you are that you think you have the right to say you will not jail people or force them to take a vaccine. There's nothing in the French Constitution that would allow him to do that. But the fact that Macron began his speech by pretending that he's moderate, by ruling out these tyrannical efforts to move forward, he's not going to jail you and he's not going to force you to take the vaccine. These aren't options I knew were on the table. And yet that, of course, is what the elites and experts say, and privately all the time, that they are being reasonable people by not resorting to these draconian measures that secretly they'd like to do, that their reasonableness is based on the straw man argument that they're not going to do things that they'd have no constitutional authority to do in the first place. So he's not going to jail people who don't agree with him, and he's not going to force them to take the vaccine, though he'd love to, because there's no statutory authority to do that. And so as a result, a straw man argument is being created 
by the threat of tyranny being dissuaded and saying, I'm moving forward with a much more reasonable approach. Don't fall for this magic trick. He has no right to do what he says he wants to do. And secretly, this is wish fulfillment. Of course, that's what he'd like to do. Because like every member of the French elite, he went to one of three schools where he thinks that allows him the God-given right to govern. To put it mildly, this is far, far, far away from Lockean theory, that individual citizens have rights given to them by God or nature, these rights are inalienable, and that no one has the right to take them away, that every citizen is endowed with these rights from the creator or from nature, and that these rights are not given by the government, but rather are leased to the government, a portion of them, so it can govern. But the rights retain with individual people rather than the other way around. And he's, by pointing out the straw man, is just showing what he fantasizes about. Because beneath Wilsonian efforts in an elite-driven technocracy, there's tyranny. There's tyranny. It is anti-democratic. They know better. You should do what they say. And if that gets in the way of democratic government, well, so be it. His next point is to say he wants to piss off anti-vaxxers with restrictions. So rather than having the guts to go to parliament and actually make vaccines mandatory, have a debate, have committees report back, use par the parliamentary system, have a debate in the newspapers about who's doing what, the various strains, the holistic approach needed to deal with Omicron, all this stuff, he's going around. And the Italians have been past masters of this. Rather than actually take on the fact that they would have to vote on the record for what would amount to tyranny, we're taking away your rights, and this is how we vote. They don't want to do this in Parliament because they're afraid this might come back to bite them. They're rightly afraid of this, so they do an end-around. They simply add so many restrictions with the COVID passes and the green passes and all these other things that they, in essence, make life for anti-vaxxers house arrest. You can go to work so we can maintain our ridiculous social safety net, and you can be under house arrest at home. And other than that, we're not going to allow you to do much of anything. We're going to take away your rights to live in a free society until you give in and do what we want. Rather than having the guts and the nerve to go through the parliamentary process and vote for the record to be authoritarian, which they don't want to do, they go around the side instead saying, we're just going to piss you off to the point that you give in and do what we want. And Macron is admirably candid about this. But this is not representative government. And if you don't think you're losing something by allowing these jokers to do so, anyone who does this in any country should be voted out of office. Full stop. Because what they're doing is a soft form of authoritarianism. And rather than having the guts to say on the record in Parliament that they're going to go through this process and that they are authoritarians and to vote for that, have debate about that on the record that can be read by citizens, instead they're just going to go around with an endless series of regulations, it's so European, to the point that you give in and say, okay, okay, I'm sick of house arrest, I'll give up my principles and do what you want. But rest assured, this is a soft form of authoritarianism. Nothing more and nothing less. And he's right to say his goal is just to piss people off. Um, the key pet factor here, beyond all this, is that he doesn't, he then says that the reason he's doing this, uh, the rationale for this, is that the anti-vaxxers, by threatening society by not getting vaccinated, are non-citizens. And that's the phrase he used. I want to be clear. That's not me. I am quoting in this text 
Macron's speech, his own words, to be crystal clear. So we don't have all these side arguments, but instead focus on the horrifying authoritarianism of our Western elite at the moment. That I have to go back to first principles and the founders, I'll admit was something I never thought I'd have to do. But given these people's willful ignorance or, or totally laughing at Lockean democratic theory, which is the basis of our systems, I have to go back to first principles. With the Omicron virus, by the way, what is the chief characteristic of our new form of virus? That it, according to Darwin's theory of evolution, the virus is proceeding exactly with this new strain as you'd think it would. It's becoming far more transmissible, far more vaccine resistant, and far less lethal. That's how variants of flus strains survive. They become far more transmissible uh, so that they survive. They are vaccine resistant so they survive through natural selection. And at the same time, they are less lethal so as not to kill the host so they can spread. This is exactly what anyone with a basic understanding of Darwinian thinking would say would happen. And that's what's happened with Omicron, meaning it is far more vaccine resistant. This is one of its basic characteristics than any form of the virus up to now, certainly Delta, the more lethal form that we're just coming out of. But rather than acknowledge this reality, the elites of the world are caught in this fairy tale of the good and the bad, the virtuous and those who are vice-ridden. And they are making a fairy tale of what's going on. So even though Omicron seems to have no difference or a pitifully small difference between whether you are vaccinated or unvaccinated, they can't get their heads around this new reality, this new strain, which is the one that we're dealing with and are still living in the world of Delta where they're good guys and bad guys, guys with white hats, guys with black hats. The anti-vaxxers are guys with black hats. And this means that they are non-citizens because by not getting vaccinated, they are threatening the rest of us. And this takes away their rights. Okay, well, let's think about this for a minute. And I'm thinking about the democratic process of this. I've already laid out that with Omicron, it is highly questionable as to whether the vaccine itself stops transmissibility much at all, because the whole point of the Omicron strain is that it is largely vaccine resistant. And that makes perfect sense. It wants to survive, which is how Darwinian thought goes. But instead of dealing with that, we're going to go with the good and the bad categories and demonize those, that minority that disagrees with us. And so that's already what Macron is doing. But there's so much more. What he's saying, in essence, is that the state and the experts in the state have a right to decide who citizens are and who non-citizens are. And if you're a non-citizen, he's going to piss you off, make your life hell, and as a result, you'll eventually give in and do what the state says. He couldn't be clearer as to that's what he's doing. This is an affront to anyone who believes in liberty in any form at all. Because it gets Lockean Enlightenment thinking, the Enlightenment thinking that is the base of every representative system in the world, back to front. That the government decides who the good little boys and good little girls are. That the government decides and grades you based upon a passport. Orwell couldn't have invented this. Orwell would be screaming now, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. They get to decide, the government, whether you're a citizen or not, rather than God and nature giving you inalienable rights and you forming a government from those rights. Instead, Macron is saying, we at the French elite know better than you. We decide whether you're worthy of French citizenship or not. 
And if you're not worthy of citizenship, guess what? You're a non-citizen and we're going to make your lives a living hell until you do what we want. He could not be clearer. It has come to this. Western elites have forgotten the Lockean heritage that is the basis of the glory of the American Revolution and all democratic revolutions that came thereafter. They have simply thrown aside the ideological and intellectual tradition of the West over the pandemic for this soft form of expert-driven Wilsonian technocracy, this quasi-dictatorship of experts, by saying, fundamentally, the magic trick is, we decide as a government, as a state, who the citizens are. We give them rights. And if you don't behave well, we will take your rights away. This is an abomination. This should be fought by everyone who believes in Hamilton, in Jefferson, in Adams, in Washington. And the fact that people aren't up in arms about this shows how poorly we are teaching people civics as to what actually makes our system a miracle and wonderful. And Macron just has the guts to say where the elite has been heading for a long time, an expert-driven, soft dictatorship of experts. Experts like Dr. Fauci, who are wrong about literally everything, from China will have the virus, but we won't, to masks matter, but they don't, to changing the percentage at which herd immunity is reached, to being palpably eloquently silent about his organization funding Peter Daszak and indirectly funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology, where the virus came from. Let's face it, this is an elite that has not covered itself with practical glory. But more important even than this, this is an elite that does not believe in Lockean principles of representative government. And Macron just has the guts to say so. Lastly, Macron is doing this, of course, for cynical political reasons. He would much rather pick a fight with anti-vaxxers who aren't going to vote for him anyway in the upcoming French election. Because what you have with Macron is the far left, people like Melenchon, who gets 8-9% of the vote, and the far right, people like Le Pen and Zemmour, uh, who between them get 29-30% in the first round of the French vote, 16-13% and 13 respectively in the last polls. None of these anti-vaxxers, none of these folks are going to vote for him anyway. He's not worried about them. He can read polling numbers and knows he can beat all the far left and far right candidates in a second round of voting easily. Who he's worried about is Valerie Pécresse, the just elected presidential candidate from the establishment center-right Gaullist party. He wants her to go on record as defending the anti-vaxxers, which will make her look more extreme, will divide the Gaullist party. Why is this? Again, the only question in political risk that matters is why. Why would Macron do this? Because she's the only candidate who could beat him in a second round. She is an established party that's been around since the founding of the French Fifth Republic that could take her on, could take him on and beat him. And so he's going to try to divide her party, force her to defend the anti-vaxxers who were only 10% or so of the French population, to take an unpopular stand where he looks great being an authoritarian, neuters the Gaullist influence, and hopefully sees that she doesn't get into a second round of voting where she could give him difficulty. And in fact, at the moment in the last French polling, Pécresse polls at about 16%, exactly the same percentage as Marine Le Pen. He would much rather bolster Le Pen and retard the progress of Pécresse because then he gets to fight who he wants to fight in the second round and win. This is a cynical political move designed to jumpstart his campaign. And those of us, and in, in essence, it's a bit like 
and it backfired for Hillary Clinton, who called everyone who didn't agree with her racist, xenophobic, misogynist. This isn't a good way to win elections, to humiliate a portion of your electorate, to demonize them. Hillary called them the deplorables. She thought she was speaking off the record, so in other words, she told the truth and alienated people to the point that it backfired. Independent voters were so disgusted with her that they turned from hemlock to strychnine, from her to Donald Trump, because she showed open disdain for the voters. Macron is doing exactly the same thing, which is why if I were a French citizen and believed in the glorious tradition of the French Republic, I would vote for Valérie Pécresse, because she is standing by in an unpopular notion, but a vital notion, which is that you have to defend the rights of, un of the unpopular. You have to defend the rights of those you think you were, who are wrong. You have to believe in individual liberty in a crisis. You have to do these things if you believe in Lockean, representative, democratic, Republican government. If you do, you should move forward. If you use this cynically to get elected, you should be cast out. And so for all his many talents, and he has them, Emmanuel Macron should be voted out of office and Pecresse, who is standing up for these unpopular but essential democratic liberties, should be voted for. As a free man, I challenge Emmanuel Macron to spend all his time, he talks about reading, instead of reading things that you can show off to the French press, read a little of Locke and learn how your government works and learn that rights come from God and nature, are given to individuals, and that governments are byproducts of this and are not God, are not God, are merely servants of the people. And on that fiery Patrick Henry note, thank you so much for listening. Uh, glad to get that off my chest. Those of you who have been subscribing, please keep doing so. We are incredibly grateful at the shock success. We knew this would do well, but we had no idea how well Substack would do for us. And I am humbled and grateful to those of you who have subscribed. If you haven't, please do so now. And for those of you who have subscribed, again, I'm about to make my famous second pot of coffee now uh, before I get on with the rest of my day and listen to this before I send it to you for the price of half a Starbucks. $7 a month or $70 a year, $70 a year, $7 a month. We use the wonderful platform of Substack, which does believe in freedom, free speech, the ability to say important things, as I've just done, directly to you with no middlemen. Substack is the future, but the future comes at a cost. The cost is minimal. It's half a Starbucks a month, $70 a year. Please do give, and we will continue to say the things that need saying. Thanks very much.